Welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and here are five things you need to know from the world of mobile apps and games. And I didn't hear any complaints about skipping the intro last week, so I'm doing it again. If you prefer it this way, give this video a like so I know. And now let's talk apps. Lots of things are done by app these days. It's not really a surprise, but one that isn't really attractive but is very important is banking. Capital One, Chase, and other traditional banks have seen downloads grow consistently over the last couple of years. But one rival has been growing faster. That rival is Chime, a digital competitor that has no physical locations. It's been growing so fast over the last few years that it's now on equal footing with top traditional banks in terms of downloads. And I'm talking a lot of downloads. According to our estimates, Chime added 8.6 million new downloads in 2021, skipping ahead of Chase, which added 8.3 million downloads, Bank of America, which added 7 million downloads, and Wells Fargo with only 6.5 million new downloads. The only app Chime hasn't skipped over yet is Capital One, which is still maintaining a narrow lead in 2022, but I don't think that lead is going to last very long. We've seen a few digital banks come and go over the years, so this isn't necessarily a threat to traditional banks, but with the need for physical human interaction disappearing kind of fast, a fee-less bank account that isn't trying to upsell you on its million other services because it simply doesn't have a million other services seems like a better choice. So maybe it is a threat after all. Next up, one of my favorite categories, streaming. HBO Max continues to expand outside of the US and earlier this month, HBO Max started streaming in 15 countries in Europe, which means it's now available in 70 countries worldwide. Wow. Now that it's been out in those countries for a few weeks, I was curious to see how many downloads those new countries are contributing and which countries are most excited about this new content. The list, which we estimate to have added more than a million new downloads between the 8th and the 22nd, is led by Poland, which added 390,000 downloads, or roughly 33% of all of those new downloads. Romania was right behind it with nearly 200,000 downloads, and then the Netherlands with 188,000 downloads, according to our app intelligence. HBO Max's expansion rivals that of Disney+, which is growing globally as well, and plans to start streaming in 42 countries this summer. That's a really, really, really big batch for a summer. And while we're on streaming, the Super Bowl was a great opportunity for Peacock, NBC's streaming app, to get new users. Obviously, this should not be a surprise. And it did, again, not surprising. And if you missed that video where I talk about downloads and the numbers, I'll leave a link to it in the description below. So check it out later. But downloads are only half the story in the streaming game, right? Because the other important half is revenue. So did those downloads actually pay up? Easy answer, absolutely. Of course they did. The Super Bowl was Peacock's biggest day of revenue since the app rolled out, according to our app intelligence. We estimate that on Sunday, Peacock broke its own record, earning $695,000 of net revenue in a single day. And that's the revenue they get to keep after giving away fees to Apple and Google. The previous record all the way back in 2021 was $553,000 of net revenue. So kind of far. What's even more interesting, and the reason I'm bringing this up now more than a month later, is that it looks like many of those subscribers continue their subscription into March. Something that wasn't entirely guaranteed given Peacock's performance over the last few months and subscription churning very, very fast. We estimate that roughly 20% of those new subscribers churned or canceled their subscription in March. And that may sound like a lot, but so far it seems to be one of Peacock's most successful campaigns. 
Although it's HBO Max and Disney Plus that lead this pack of streamers, Peacock and rival Paramount Plus seem to be growing up and becoming the next go-to pair. So we'll see more about them in the future, I'm sure. Moving on, an app I use often but don't really think of when it comes to growth is LinkedIn. Why? I am not exactly sure. Maybe because it's a tool, maybe because I don't think about it. But one thing I am sure of is that it's continuing to grow. Weekly downloads are up 60% so far in 2022 from just around 710,000 weekly downloads in January to more than a million, according to estimates. So far in 2022, LinkedIn was downloaded more than 11 million times, according to our estimates. And it's also worth noting that downloads were split somewhat evenly between the App Store and Google Play, and that's not something we see all the time. And that's despite LinkedIn's move to pull out of China late last year, which was its second largest market at the time. Last for this week, spring is officially here. And with it, the hope that things will be going back to normal soon. Judging by the downloads, I think they slowly are. This week, I saw an interesting trend developing that's somewhat of a follow-up to something I looked at not that long ago, link in the description, and that's the rivalry between Airbnb and competitor Verbo, or I should say Verbo's attempt to compete with Airbnb. As traveling becomes more of a comfortable thought, so does the need for an app to find a place to stay. Outside of hotels, of course, which I'll be analyzing in a future video, so subscribe to the channel to get that. And that app used to be Airbnb. It's only similar competitor, Verbo used to spike from time to time, but overall, it didn't really feel like a true competitor. And that seems to be changing since the beginning of 2022. Verbo's downloads have been moving up and to the right consistently, breaking the app's own record for single-day downloads over and over. Its latest high last Monday saw 67,000 new downloads in a single day, according to estimates. Daily downloads were at about a half of that in January for context. We've seen Verbo peak in the past, and based on that data, I reasoned that it was more about paid user acquisition, more than about organic, which I see as real demand. But... Is that still the case now? And is Verbo a name enough people know about? And what is Airbnb doing wrong? All those are great questions, and I think it's too early to tell, but it's nice to see that there's an alternative. And that's all I have for you this week. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments below. And if you like this video, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. I publish a new video like this every week.